You're listening to the Organize My Thoughts podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Hello, family, and welcome back to another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. I hope you all are having a great week. If y'all anything like me, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about how they have just been really tired for no reason. I know recently we just lost an hour of sleep and trust me, your girl is feeling it. But just overall, I've just been hearing a lot of people say they've been really tired, tired of waiting, tired of working, just so tired. And so I actually did a video on my YouTube channel called What to Do When You're Tired of Waiting on God. And it was a very honest and raw video. I feel like sometimes we don't voice how we feel often enough. We just kind of keep things suppressed. And so go check out that video if that's something that you've been dealing with. And in today's video, I actually want to continue that conversation on this platform under the lens of the phrase right on time. When I was spending time with God yesterday, um, I was actually preparing for the podcast and I was like, God, what do you want me to talk about? And he didn't say anything. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to wait. I never come on this platform unless God is telling me what to say because this is his platform and only he knows exactly what people need to hear. So as I was reading this book that had nothing to do with timing or anything like that, there was a passage of scripture that was brought out about the Israelites traveling through the wilderness of sin with Moses and Aaron leading them. And this story is actually in Exodus chapter 16. But what caught my eye was that just how God was providing for them. They were in this particular period where they were exhausted, they were tired, and they were very fatigued, and they were getting cranky. And so they started complaining to Moses, basically saying that they wish the Lord had left them in Egypt because back in Egypt, though they were oppressed and though they were in slavery, they said that they had an abundance of food, they could eat whatever they wanted, and here they are in the wilderness, and they're hungry. And so they start complaining to God, and Moses prays to God and says, what do you want to do about these people? They keep complaining. And God says that he's going to provide food for them to eat morning and evening. Now, what I thought was interesting was the very specific instructions he gave them around how he was going to provide the food for them. Basically said that he would provide food for them morning and evening. It would rain down from heaven and it would be in a specific place. And so it was going to be there morning and evening for six days. They would go out, they would gather it. But on the sixth day, they were to gather um, double basically so that they can have enough food over for the Sabbath because in the Sabbath, it's a day of rest and they're not supposed to be working. And so his whole purpose of was not just to provide for them, but also to test their obedience. He was trying to see if they were going to be obedient to the specific instructions that he gave them. So then Moses gathers everybody around and they're prepared to see the glory of the Lord as he rains down manna, which is the food that he was going to use to provide for them down from heaven. So then Moses gathers everyone else around. All the Israelites are standing there waiting to see. God drops down the manna from heaven. They're all asking questions like, what is this? And Moses assures them that this is the provision. This is the food that God has provided to you. Now in verse 19, we're in Exodus chapter 16. It says, then Moses told them, do not keep any of it until the morning. Again, God said to them that he was going to provide food for them in the morning and in the evening. So they were going to be provided for twice a day. 
Now, because some of the Israelites were hard-headed, they picked up the food and they kept it until morning. They were supposed to just consume it and just trust that God would provide for them, you know, during the evening. But some of them did not. And so what happened was the manna turned, it spoiled basically, and it had was full of maggots and it had a terrible odor. And Moses was very angry with them because they were disobedient to the instructions. Now, remember, God had told them that he was going to provide for them and he was also going to test if they were going to be obedient. But what he was really testing them to see was if they were going to trust him as provider, trust him at his word where he said that he would provide for them both morning and evening. So as they're continuing on, they're going out day by day and, you know, receiving the food from the Lord. And then God told them that on the sixth day, they were to gather twice as much so that they could honor the Sabbath. And there would be no food on the ground for them. There would be no manna from heaven on the seventh day because, again, God wanted them to honor the Sabbath. But again, because the Israelites were disobedient, there were still some people who went out on the seventh day to get food because they did not trust God. They were rebellious, right? And so in verse 27 through 30, it basically says that the Lord was angry with them because they were like, how long are they going to disobey me? Now, after reading that passage of scripture, you're probably like, Kyla, what in the world does this have to do with me? Don't worry. We're at this point now where I'm about to explain. So one thing I love about the Bible is that we can really find ourselves in the scripture if we're honest. What the word of God does is it reveals what's in our hearts. God gives us fresh revelation and he gives us practical application for how these things apply in our daily lives. And it also just gives us instruction and insight just to learn more about God. So as I was reading this, I heard the words right on time, right? And it sounded exciting. I was like, oh, like what's right on time, God? What's right on time? But he wasn't telling me in the way where it was like this motivational thing. It was more of a convicting thing because as you can see in the story with the Israelites where they were disobedient, their disobedience came from a place of not trusting God at his word. They didn't trust God to provide. And sometimes when we are on our journey, right, we get tired of waiting on God because we get disappointed. We have our own expectations and we just want things done our way. And sometimes along this journey, whether you're in entrepreneurship or you're just trusting and following God, there are going to be some moments where you just get tired of waiting and you get tired of waiting because you get disappointed from your own expectations. God gave you a promise and you wanted it to come to pass your way. You thought that it would happen in a certain way or in a certain timing. And so that leads you just to be frustrated, right? And what God was trying to show me and show you guys through this passage of scripture is that he is a God who is always on time. And most of the time, his timing does not look like anything like our timing. The Bible says in Isaiah 55 verses 8 through 9, it says that God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. And so when we are waiting on God to provide, we have to strip the timelines and the expectations that we put on him. Because if we don't, they will cause us to try to move in our own strength. When the Israelites were being disobedient and they were taking more than what they needed and trying to store it overnight, they were storing up because they didn't trust God to provide. They didn't trust that the provision that he had stored up for them was going to be right on time. It was going to be exactly when they needed it, not when they wanted it, but when they needed it. And how many times do we get frustrated with God, we become disobedient because we really don't believe in our hearts that God is going to come through at the perfect timing. 
So we do things like he gives us, you know, a sum of money and he says, okay, this is enough for this time period. Maybe he gave you, you know, he blessed you with the client and that client paid you and it has enough for you to get through, you know, maybe the week or two weeks. And then you get afraid and you store up that money and you hoard it, trying to hold on to some control because you don't believe that God is going to provide for you the next time. That has happened to me when I left my job in um, June of last year. I was so stressed out because God would give me, you know, big clients that would be able to pay my bills for the month. But each month I was like trying to hold on to that money because I did not trust that God was going to provide the next time. And in my disobedience, I forgot who God was. When they were trying to do their own thing and be disobedient, they forgot who God was. They forgot that he was Jehovah Jireh provider, whose timing exists way outside of theirs, whose thoughts are way bigger, who knows exactly what they need. But they were so focused on trying to control the situation, trying to control the timing, having their own expectations and their own plans that they did not believe God for who he was. And we do the same thing. God cares about the things that you need. He cares about the things that you want. He cares about the things that you pray to him for. He cares. And I think sometimes we forget that he cares in the midst of waiting and we start to lose trust in him little by little. And when we start to lose trust in God, that's when we start to build up this bitterness in our hearts. And we say, we're tired of waiting. I'm frustrated. And that's exactly what I was talking about on my YouTube video. I was being honest. I was just like, God, I thought that this would have already happened by now. God, I thought that you said this. God, I thought that you said that. And it has not happened. And I was so frustrated, but God was reminding me that he is a God that is always on time, always on time. It may not be in the way that you want it and it may not be in your timing, but he himself is always on time. Even if it seems like at the last minute, the last possible second God comes through and you're like, oh, like why does he always wait to the last minute? That's your perspective of it. God is always on time. What you saw as last minute, God saw as perfect timing. God is up there orchestrating every single piece to come into alignment just for this very, very moment in time. And you're saying that it's it's last minute or it's not well thought out. Like this is God we're talking about. The great orchestrator, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, who is setting all these things up for us. So if he says that he's going to provide for you and it comes at the end of the month at 1159, guess what? It came. The money was there. He did what he said he would do. If God promised you something and you haven't seen it come to pass yet, trust that it will come to pass in his perfect timing. We have to trust him. And I know that it's frustrating waiting on God, but it will be less frustrating when we just surrender those timelines to him. Allow God to deliver on his promise in the way that he chooses and the timing that he chooses. And you will find that you will be so much more relaxed and you will actually build so much more trust in God. Because when he does come through and when he delivers, you will be able to say, you know what? I trusted you in this process and you will have so much more peace. So as we close out this episode, I just want you guys to do a heart check and ask yourself, in what area have I not been trusting God? I know for me, I've been believing and trusting God for a condo and I've been doing everything that he's been telling me to do. And I thought that I would have already moved by now. And I was so frustrated because I'm like, you know what, God, I've literally done everything that you've asked me to do on my part. And I said, I kept asking God, like, what do you want me to do next? What do you want me to do next? What do you want me to do next? Because we all know that we all want to be involved so we can have some control over the process. And God was like, be still and know that I'm God. And I'm like, ah, God, like, what do you mean be still? Like, 
if anybody knows anything about the condo buying process, it's similar to the house buying process. There's a lot going on. And God is like, no, like stop focusing on the way that this should be done and trust me. Trust me in this process. You've done everything that I've asked you to do. And now it's time for you to be still and know, be still and trust who I am. Be still and trust that I am Jehovah Jireh. You're not the provider. I am. So the same for you guys. Just trust God. Trust that he is right on time. He hears you. He hears your prayers. He's not ignoring you. He is literally working all things out for your good. So this wraps up another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please share the link on social media and with two of your friends. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode.